If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Registered nurses seeking work in Sonoma County are in luck. Occupation had the most job fillings during the last three months of 2022. That's according to the 2022 fourth quarter Sonoma County job market tracker report, which, yes, it is a thing. And yes, the title of it is that long. Uh, So they recently released the Sonoma County Economic Development Board. The report also breaks down the most in-demand jobs and median salaries of job postings. So the top posted occupation was registered nurses and... There is a median salary for that job, $135,600. This was following by retail salespersons. The third most posted occupation was for home health and personal care aides. So if you are a nurse, a retail salesperson, or a home health and personal care aide, right now is your time to shine. Well, we're following Tanner's story from yesterday, and we're going to get into this a little bit later in the show. But LeBron James became the NBA's new career scoring leader last night. Looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. So he hit a jump shot with 10 seconds left in the third quarter to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. And the jump shot gave James 38,388 points. Uh, Kareem was at the game. He clapped for LeBron before handing him the game ball. It was so amazing to watch. I watched the game live and I was watching it on my phone in my bed and I sat my phone down real quick and just jumped in the air with my arms up. It was truly an amazing historical moment in sports. I'm so pumped. I'm going to be thinking about that all morning long. Luke Combs is putting out his new album, Getting Old, on March 24th. And yesterday, he unveiled the 18-song track list. Luke wrote most of the songs, but it also includes his cover of Tracy Chapman's classic Fast Car, which he's been performing live. I, I had a feeling I could be someone, be someone, be someone. Luke Combs co-wrote 15 of the 18 songs, and it's going to include My Song Will Never Die, which was written by Eric Church. Luke Combs talked about what the album is. He said, this album is about the stage of my life that I'm in right now, one that I'm sure a lot of us are in, have been through, or will go through. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. When did you cut your own hair? Was it a good or was it a bad experience? I was on Instagram last night and found myself watching a guy that gave himself what he calls a redneck mohawk. Here's how it works. All you need is some duct tape, number one, and step two, a whole lot of nair. In just a minute, I'm going to use this shop back and we're going to suck all of this unwanted hair right off my head is going to be a guaranteed mohawk. Maybe. <laughs> I told you! Oh my gosh. This sounds like one of my cousins. <laughs> is this a video of my cousin, Steven? <laughs> His name's actually Steve. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But it's so funny. I mean, he puts Nair on his head, uses a shop vac to remove his hair and gives himself a mohawk. I mean, you got to give him bonus points for some creativity there. No, no. (laughs) 
This seems like a disaster. <laughs> we'll make sure to share the full video on our froggy Instagram because it's truly a shocking sight to see. Oh, and the guy has like a giant goatee and I, I couldn't stop laughing about it last night. I guess you're right. You know, props for being creative, but... <laughs> There's got to be another way. Just go to a supercuts or something. Gotta be another Come on, way. man. I mean, Amber, have you ever cut your own hair? Was it a good or was it a bad experience? I've never cut my own hair, but my dad tried to cut my hair when I was a kid. Uh, it, it's kind of sad to think about it because my mom was really sick growing up, so my dad just t- had to take care of me, and he cut my hair into a mullet. And I showed I showed you a picture. <laughs> And my mom sent it and she's like, yes, you had a mullet. Your dad cut your hair this way. I mean, honestly, kind of mullet goals, if I'm going to be real. <laughs> well, I asked him about it and he was just like, well, your your poor hair kept getting in your face. So, I, you know, I, I cut a little off the front and left a little in the back. Keith tried his best. He he did. Yeah. But it was not a good look because I was like a chunky redheaded baby. So I was not cute. You know, I'm looking at a Taste of Country article and it says Morgan Wallen was actually inspired by radio host Amber Henderson to do his mullet. <laughs> no. No, I know that for a fact. I hid that I hid that picture for a long time. What about you? Uh, during the pandemic, when all of the barbershops, all of the salons were shut down, my hair was getting long, like long, yeah. long. And I was tired of it being in my face. I was tired of wearing hats every single day. So I just took a pair of clippers and gave myself a buzz cut. And honestly, I kind of looked like a naked mole rat with a fast food addiction. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember those times. Cole's hair got long and I was like, you have curly hair? Yeah. He was like, yeah, a little bit. And I'd never, we've been together for 11 years, never knew he had curly hair. Which is so crazy to me because anytime I see your fiance, Cole, he always has like a real sharp haircut. He grooms himself extremely well. So I bet he was going nuts during the pandemic. Yeah, he hated it. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9 presents Amber Gets Married. Brought to you by Flying Cloud Farm in Petaluma, Sonoma County's premier wedding venue. Every week, Amber, Jeanette, and Julia discuss the trials, tribulations, and highlights of being a modern-day bride. And all that comes with planning a wedding right here in Sonoma County. Please welcome Flying Cloud owners Jeanette and Julia and Amber from Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. Kind of hard to beat the weather here. No matter what time of year or date you pick, a wedding at Flying Cloud Farm is probably going to be pretty beautiful. But even if there is something like rain or high winds, you guys do have all these other alternatives. We so you do. have all this space inside that you can use, right? Yeah. So we typically will have kind of an A, B, and C plan in place. So A, usually people want to get married and have dinner outside. B would typically be, you know, if the weather either it had rained really heavily the day before and the grass is really wet or there's high winds or, you know, there's some sort of reason why you don't want to have everything outside, then we can also do ceremony in the courtyard and do dinner inside or you know worst case we don't have to do it too often but worst case we have to move everything inside we have some great indoor space so we could set up everything inside and we can make that call even sometimes the day before I would say was the latest as long as rentals aren't affected but we're just watching the weather and kind of working with people closely on making sure they can do as much outside as possible Um, but we do have a couple of different backup plans in place. So if things do get bad which they have here in Sonoma County. Something my family's not familiar with is, you know, fire danger mm-hmm. and things like that or 
I mean, that's that's one example. But another example is if everyone in your entire family comes down with COVID mm-hmm. or something like that, what are your cancellation policies? Can you move the date? Is that flexible? So, I mean, we do like to work with people. Our kind of standard cancellation policy is deposits are non-refundable starting 13 months out from the date. But you know, something like COVID, we weren't allowed to do any wedding receptions for about a year. So we gave everyone the chance to either postpone their date or we would refund them their deposit. So we are definitely working with people to make sure that it's it's fair and, you know, something like that. Some unexpected thing happens like that where it's not possible to do the wedding, then we would refund or move the date. Listen to Amber Gets Married every week live on Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy929.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you know anybody that abuses return policies? 2.5 million TVs are going to be sold this week because of the Super Bowl this weekend. I mean, anybody will use an excuse to buy a new TV, right? Yeah. However, a lot of people are going to try to return them. And a bunch of retailers have actually adjusted their return policies because so many people buy TVs, then return it after the Super Bowl. So dumb. Right? I think it's messed up. (laughs) Because, I mean, companies lose so much money because people return things they're not necessarily supposed to. Uh, Okay. You know, I get why you would return some things. I just... You're gonna you're gonna want another TV again when the Super Bowl comes around in a year. So yeah. why not keep it? Where are you putting these extra TVs? What are you doing with them? If you need to stream something else, use your laptop. Use a projector. I don't know. I also think too that you know people are taking advantage of return policies for these companies, but that sounds like a lot of work to take a TV home, take it out of your vehicle, set it up, put it back in the box, bring it to the store just so you can save some money. People are wild. People are wild. Do you know anybody that abuses return policies? I understand where people are coming from because my girlfriend used to do this all the time and I actually gave her an ultimatum in our relationship to stop doing this. I said, you cannot move in to this apartment with me until you stop abusing Target's return policy. She, she would abuse it all the time, and she would buy pants and return them within the 90-day window. And she used to brag, oh, free pants for life. And thankfully, I talked her out of doing it. You know, I had this conversation with someone recently that said Target will truly take just about anything. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe they're cracking down. I hope so. Kind of like Netflix, which which I'm going to talk about online about it, cracking down on <laughs> Amber, some things. Do you know anybody that abuses a return policy? Yes, I all the time. I know people. I, I don't. I don't understand how people don't have a conscience. That right. Don't, that don't like feel bad about stuff. It blows my mind. I have a friend that uh, she she wore a dress. She jumped in the pool with it and said, "I'm still taking this back to Target." <laughs> Good. And it was funny, and I laughed. But it, on the inside, I was like, "That's so bad." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't so return. Bad anything like even if it busts and maybe that's a fault to my own uh because i just don't like the process of it if i buy something i bought something and i should keep it well i got some shoes recently i ordered them online and they were way too big i'm gonna have to return those yeah so that's a pretty good reason to return something (laughs) absolutely where i on the other hand i hate doing it so much i'm like i'll just wear five pair of socks it'll be fine (laughs) isabel from Werner park who do you know that abuses return policies my father-in-law it was 4th of July weekend, and we were going to go camping. We didn't have a big enough tent, in his opinion. So he went and bought one and returned it a week later. 
It was like a two, three hundred dollar tent, and I don't know how he always gets away with it, but that that was crazy. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy ninety two point nine. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy ninety two point nine. Netflix backlash is leading to another password sharing rule change. So Netflix has backtracked some password sharing restrictions that were apparently posted by mistake. I don't think they were. But earlier this week, they updated the rules by saying Netflix account is for people who live together in a single household. Netflix also said people who do not live in your household will need to use their own account to watch Netflix. And now, of course, the news was met with some serious backlash. People were furious um, with the number of subscribers threatening to cancel their subscriptions. So Netflix responded to the situation by saying the information was shared accidentally. Um, They said for a brief time yesterday, a help center article containing information that is only applicable to Chile, Costa Rica and Peru went live in other countries. We have since updated it. But Netflix has been threatening to crack down on password sharing for years. Now, I get it from a business standpoint. They're still trying to be profitable. They're competing with all these other streaming services out there. Uh, But there's a good chunk of Netflix subscribers, you know, who will probably be willing to pay more to keep certain members of their household on their plan. Like, for example, children who no longer live with them. They're off to college. And, you know, there's situations like that. And unfortunately, the reality is people have taken advantage of the password sharing situation. You know, I'm sure sharing your Netflix password with 20 other people is probably not what Netflix had in mind. Uh, But, you know, if people are reasonable and share with, you know, maybe five, six people in your family or in your inner circle, that might work out. But my mom's on my Netflix plan, and I have no reason to take her off. It's like one of the very few things that I can do for her as a daughter. Uh, Now, she lives in Georgia. I live here. So if she attempts to log in to the account, Netflix will recognize that it's under a different IP address, and then they'll send me a code to log in. So then I would have to send my mom the code I got every time she tries to log into Netflix. And it's really annoying. It's going to get really annoying. So I hope they find some middle ground. We got a message from Tess from Santa Rosa. She said, whew, Netflix is about to lose a lot of customers. What about people who let their children use it when they're away for college uh what about people who share custody of their children with the opposite parent and the kid uses that account tess also said netflix already went from 4.99 to almost 20 dollars a month now you want to tell me who can and can't use my account another quick message from joseph from petaluma he said i will be canceling my netflix before march i've been paying for four devices all along it shouldn't matter where they're located well if you have any thoughts on netflix's password sharing policy the new one let us know by calling in something to say you can get on the radio call froggy 92.9 and tell amber and tanner in the morning right now 636 1 hop 636-1467 this is froggy 92.9 amber and tanner in the morning on froggy 92.9 headline in a haystack tannery's headlines Amber tells us which one is a lie Cause it's headline in a haystack Three headlines, one of them is real Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? The scorecard for 2023 is 13 to 4 I am currently up And uh, I won a Monday with the headline Woman makes dress out of 2,000 pennies Okay, I have not been doing very well On headline in a haystack 
I yesterday have... was my birthday, so I'm hoping maybe I still have a little birthday sparkle left over from yeah. yesterday. I think you have some birthday sparkle, <laughs> and you just got a little bit of confidence, which means I don't have a ton of confidence in my headlines today. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, let's try it out. Headline number one, Trashy Bell Restaurant opens in Houston. Headline number two, new business lets you trim horse hooves or hooves in Fargo, North Dakota. Headline number three, Paint Chip Buffet opens in New York City. Interesting. Uh. The bell, the horses, or the paint chips? Hmm. I I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with the horse hooves. That is not the headline in a haystack. Trashy Bell. Trashy Bell is... The headline in a haystack. Dang it. Always delicious Taco Bell. You two go to Taco Bell, okay? Take me to dinner at Taco Bell. Teach you how to say quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Listen, I just want to explain. I just thought you made that one up. That's how much you love Taco Bell. <laughs> I didn't think it was the paint chip buffet, so that's why my brain went to horse hooves. I kind of want the paint chip, chip uh, buffet to be real. <laughs> Of course you do. Yeah, a little bit, just because how ridiculous ate, it is. You probably ate paint chips when you were a kid. <laughs> Weirdo. I'm okay, kidding. only a couple of times I <laughs> ate paint chips, Amber. <laughs> okay, so tell me about this Trashy Bell. So a Taco Bell-themed pop-up bar has opened in Houston called Trashy Bell. The bar features a sign that reads, Death is coming. Eat trash. Be free. The establishment <laughs> serves its own take on Taco Bell staples like the Crunchwrap Supreme and Doritos Locos Tacos. And they also serve several different types of margaritas and tequila, so it sounds like a lot of fun. And the bar is selling t-shirts that read, Yo Quiero Trashy Bell. Nice. I'm going to have to get one of those. Well, I might have to book a trip to Houston because I am a Taco Bell representative <laughs> Enthusiast, yeah. in Sonoma County. <laughs> You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. What unusual or unorthodox beauty treatments have you tried or seen recently? Women are apparently using whiskey to improve their appearance. What? To improve their appearance, not drink it and look at somebody and think they're kind of cute. It's oh, not. It's okay. not. A, it's not a whiskey goggle situation. Um, I, I saw this on Instagram and some on TikTok. I've been on the beauty side of Instagram recently, and there's a new study by Robert Gordon University that has revealed that whiskey waste reduces inflammation and puffiness, so it calms redness and apparently fights free radical damage from the environment. And women are actually looking to find and buy products that contain nutrients and polyphenols. I hope I'm saying that right from whiskey. Uh, but just just letting you know, because I've been seeing girls do this on Instagram and stuff, drinking and rubbing actual whiskey on your face does not have the same effects as the products that are infused with the whiskey waste. Gotcha. But but I've seen people like, oh, I heard whiskey's good for your face, and they've just got like a bottle of Jack Daniels, and they're just like a little. little. <laughs> Honestly, wouldn't no. surprise me if people went ahead and did that at all. I know. So that was a huge explanation for all that. But I, I just wanted to warn people: don't do exactly that. Yeah, if that was the case, Eric Church would have the healthiest skin anybody <laughs> in the world. Yeah, or you know, Chris Stapleton, yeah. or you know, someone like that. But uh, Tanner, have you have you seen or tried any? 
unusual uh, beauty treatments. You know, I had really bad acne when I was in high school, and my mom was convinced she heard from somebody at work that if you put uh, raspberry jam on your acne spots, that it would heal it. No. And it would make your skin look great. So, you know, my mom grabbed me one day, and, and you know, I was going to doctor's appointments because my acne was just so bad and so out of control. And she put little bits of raspberry jam on my face and it did not help at all i think it probably made it 10 times worse i bet you smelled nice probably yeah <laughs> people are raspberries. like like did you eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich before you got here no <laughs> i was trying to treat my acne <laughs> <laughs> my friend talked me into doing something weird in uh high school it was like a hair mask uh before like hair masks were a big thing it was eggs bananas and avocado and you mush it together and you put it in your hair and that stuff got stuck in my hair for days oh it was such a bad idea we always think about it and we laugh yeah got a little bit of a a a fried fried rice happening going on all right we've got krista from the basketball on the phone Uh, krista do you know of any unusual beauty treatments well i am into natural things and i've done things like you can ground up coffee and make body scrubs and scrub your whole body while you're in the shower with coffee grounds i've heard of that some people think that's a little weird and the coffee is very high in antioxidants and it opens up your pores it, it's just great for your skin gives you a healthier look and people swear by it they- till 10 a.m weekdays you guys just lift me every single morning froggy 92.9 Amber and Tanner in the Morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Ray and say that he is cheap. Hello? Hi, is this Ray? Uh, Yeah, this is Ray. Who's this? Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling on behalf of the... Uh, okay, what's going on? I understand you guys all went wine tasting, you, your friend, yeah, and your wife. We had a great time. Well, apparently not, because uh, we're going to have to put you in check, buddy, because it's apparent to me and your friends that you have awful manners. What do you mean? I have a report in front of me that says that you ate about 75% of the charcuterie board. Did you not eat beforehand? I don't know about 75%. I had a lot, so... It sounds like you were Why, eating the cheese. Something? You were down in brie like it was water. Is that what they said? That is what they said, and I think you're an incredibly rude, and you also indulged in most of the wine. The wine? I didn't have that much wine. I Mostly just the cheese. Because of your lack of manners, we're going to have to request that you pay the back for the meal entirely. Pay them back? What do you mean? It was... I understand what? that you guys split it 50-50. Well, you're going to have to cover their costs for their 50% because it's obvious that you are rude, you lack manners, and you're not a good friend. I don't understand. We already paid for it. I don't understand. How, how am I going to pay what? I don't get this. And additionally, you're going to say anything to me about it. You're additionally going to have to book them for a new tasting on a different winery so they can actually have a good time and not be like inconsiderate folk like you. I'm not paying anything. No. Well, we could just garnish your wages. We can come after you even bring this to civil court. Garnish wages? Who is this? You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, man. See, I knew there was something going on. This was a prank. They put you up to this. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale.
on Froggy 92.9. LeBron James has officially passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the NBA career scoring record. Looking for James. He's got it. LeBron James, a shot in history. Everybody that's ever been a part of this run with me the last 20 years, 20 plus years, I just want to say I thank you so much because I wouldn't be me without y'all. It was such an amazing moment to watch live on TV. I mean, I watched it on my phone in bed because it was late at night and I was so excited. Yeah, that's how, I mean, history made right in front of your eyes. Yeah, and honestly, it's a piece of history that we're probably not going to see within our lifetimes again. Um, And it it was just so cool to see. And I'm just going to say it, and I've been saying on the internet and people have been getting mad at me. LeBron James is the GOAT, the greatest of all time, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about being the greatest of all time. Yeah. Like, uh, like, who is the greatest of all time in basketball? I think a lot of it, and we've talked about this on the show, is that I grew up watching LeBron James, so that's a big influence, where people who grew up watching Michael Jordan, Jordan yeah. they're very much like, no, I think LeBron's a goat. It's Michael. You know, I'm in the middle. I grew up watching Michael as well as Le- LeBron. Like, for the first half of my life, it was Michael. And the second half, it was LeBron. Yeah. They're both great. Where for me, I just know Michael for playing for the Washington Wizards. <laughs> you know? And being on Space Jam. <laughs> yes, legendary. So LeBron needed 38,388 points, and he now holds the record for the most points in NBA history. So what is something that you think you've done at least 38,388 times, Amber? Spill my coffee. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. There's no doubt about that. Oh, I mean... Probably a lot more than that. I, yeah. I would say upwards of fifty thousand. It's a lot. I, <laughs> you know, I've been drinking coffee since I was a kid, which I don't know what that says about my parents. But it's, it's actually more common than you think. <laughs> but um, yeah, every day I almost spilled it just now before we went on air. Dan was like, "Did you spill it?" I said, "Almost." <laughs> it was a huge sigh of relief that I did not spill it. Anyway, what about you? What do you think you've done? This many times. I'm not going to say that number again. <laughs> 38,388. Um, I believe I'm the number one of all time at forgetting my wallet at my apartment before I leave. I do it at least three times a week. It's not uncommon for me to get halfway to work. And I'll be on Mendocino Avenue and go, gosh, I got to turn around, go all the way back to Pacific and Santa Rosa, grab my wallet. And I always need my wallet because I'm always buying myself coffees, energy drinks, stuff like that. Right. And uh, I, I just wish I wasn't like this, but for some reason I am. I can't say anything because, you know, I forget my phone a lot and have to go back. Uh, and Cole's like, how do you just forget these things? I'm like, look, when you get up as early as Tanner and I do, forgetting little things is going to happen. You oh, know? yeah. It's very common for anybody that gets up at, you know, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Getting some responses on our Instagram. What is something you think you have done at least 38,388 times? Here's what you said. Mark from Healdsburg says, I have eaten at least 38,000 cheeseburgers from Burger King. Same. <laughs> Jackie from Pengrove. I love this one. She said, found the TV remote for my husband. <laughs> you need a trophy for that one. Matt from Santa Rosa says, changed baby diapers. I'm a father of se- seven. Oh, my gosh. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. You could have any food dish. Any type of food for your birthday, what would it be? So yesterday was my birthday. Happy belated birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. 
yesterday birthday. Okay, every year I ask Cole to make spaghetti for my birthday. And I know it seems like really lame, but it's not. Cole makes the best spaghetti. He makes this beef bolognese that I swear to you should be in like Michelin star restaurants. It's so good. Uh, I'm just, my mouth's watering thinking about it right now. So it's just out of everything I could possibly have for my birthday, it's cool spaghetti. You posted a picture of it on the Froggy Facebook page <laughs> and I looked at it and I said, I know it's real early in the morning, but I would down that spaghetti in a heartbeat. Knees weak, cold spaghetti. <laughs> I'm going to rewrite that song. Please so do. we can say Cole Spaghetti. Uh, Please do. <laughs> but he made it. So yeah, if you want to check out the picture, I posted it on facebook.com slash froggy929. And I'll also ask, you know, what's your birthday food dish of choice? So Tanner, if you could have anything, any food for your birthday, what would you pick? I haven't had this for a couple of years, but my mom used to do it every year when I was a kid. <laughs> and it sounds so silly because it's so simple. Breakfast for dinner. Yeah. Oh my God. Nice. Is there anything better in the world than breakfast for dinner? Well, probably cold, cold spaghetti. spaghetti. Yeah, but, I was going to say. <laughs> but it's cold spaghetti. I love it. just hits different. I just love it. I would eat breakfast for dinner every night if I could. My dad did it so much. And I finally had to tell him, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I just can't. Did his best. Yeah. Keith did his best, but I was like, I can't eat breakfast for dinner. Well, if he ever or, thinks about it again, I'll fly to Georgia and eat it. <laughs> He'll do it for you. He'll love to do yeah. it for that for you. <laughs> I'll fly to Georgia just to eat your dad's breakfast yeah, for dinner. I mean, yeah, or you could just zip up to Seattle real quick and have your mom make it. But yeah. you know what? Each to each their own. Right. If you want my dad to make you eggs, whatever. <laughs> it's one of my dreams. Bucket list <laughs> items right there. <laughs> well, we did ask on Facebook again, facebook.com slash froggy929. If you could have any food for your birthday, what would it be? Danielle from Windsor said, Kim Goff's Carbonara, the best in the West. Seems like she tagged Kim, so we're going to have to get some carbonara. R from Kim. Uh, John from Georgia said, for me, it's always been IHOP blueberry pancakes. Ooh, that sounds good. And Caden's from Santa Rosa. We love Caden. She said, I would probably get a steak and shrimp or Lao Lao and Kahlua pork. Mm. Did I say that right? Lao Lao? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. Is there a limited edition item that you loved or you hated? What was it? Elaine, who does traffic for us, Elaine's the best, posted on her Facebook last night, and the post was a picture of a 12-pack of Pepsi that was Peeps-flavored. Yeah, that's disgusting. I love Pepsi. We don't need to throw in Peeps in the mix. Nope. I don't even like Peeps <laughs> by themselves, really. Um, well, Pepsi is just like, like, I give it the X, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. It's just like evil to me because yeah. I'm obviously Coca-Cola girl. Coca-Cola yeah. was in, born in Georgia, so I got to stay loyal to my roots. I'm pretty then, sure if you want to eliminate a Georgian, you just pour a Pepsi on top of their head and they disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like every time someone drinks a Pepsi, a Georgian dies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, and the yeah, Peeps, I already despise Peeps. Like you said, it's just, no, thank you. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why? why? Who asked for this? Who thought that Pepsi Peeps it was a good idea? This is like two of the most evil and worst things on the planet. I just imagine, uh, you know, a bunch of people in suits at Pepsi headquarters. They're like, how can we make our customers the most angry? And they came up with this idea. Uh, Amber, is there a limited edition item that you love or maybe one that you hated that isn't Pepsi Peeps? What was it? Um, you know, this was going around for a while. It was the Snickers White. It was like a white chocolate Snickers. 
Oh, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, because I don't think they sell them anymore. But those things are so good. That sounds delicious. Uh, <laughs> and I don't even really eat candy that much. Yeah. I just, I remember those and I, I just, uh, I wish they still had them. <laughs> Amber, I'm going to make you... Slightly nostalgic, but very excited about this one. Mine is anytime nacho fries are back at Taco Bell. I mean, my quality of life improves by like 73.5%. Those are really delicious. I mean, I thought they made them a permanent menu item. Not yet. I thought so too, but I just looked it up this morning. It's not a... Apparently, they keep making them limited. Then they take it off the menu. Then they bring it back. And and I know why they're doing it. It's to bring hype to Taco right. Bell. But it's just rude. When you're a, a lover and a, a steady customer of Taco Bell like myself, it's frustrating. Yeah, it's just like, honestly, it's rude. It's like the time they took the Mexican pizza off the menu. That was rude. They mm-hmm. made Pepsi Peeps. That was also rude. Yeah. Wait. Peeps Pepsi. I said that incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just clarify. <laughs> uh, Lori from Healdsburg, what limited edition item do you miss? Donut sticks from McDonald's. Ooh. What's not like the like? I mean, it's almost like having an elephant here in winter. They were amazing <laughs> yes. and good. And they were amazing and good and made you feel good. Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9. Is there a popular... 80s, 90s, early 2000s catchphrase that you and your friends still shout out. Uh, maybe it's inappropriate or it's an opportune time. Maybe it's funny. You know, a lot of these Super Bowl commercials are already coming out. You know, it's like, to me, it's one of the best parts about the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Alicia Silverstone is reprising her clueless character, Cher, uh, for a new Super Bowl commercial for Rakuten. And in the commercial, you know, she says a lot of her famous catchphrases from the movie, like, as if and whatever. When I heard I could save by getting cash back with Rakuten, I was like, as if. (laughs) Then I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? Iconic. That's so great. Amazing. And I love, too, that everybody goes all out for Super Bowl ads because they do cost, like, what, $7 million for 30 seconds? Yeah, and they're sold out, right? Yeah. (laughs) No one can buy any more Super Bowl ads. (laughs) Good luck trying it. But, yeah, I mean, that's something we don't see a lot today is iconic catchphrases, like, in the 80s and 90s and even in the 2000s. Yeah, you remember how popular all the Budweiser commercials were and Bud Light commercials? Yes. And all the, what was it? Dilly uh, Dilly? That, well, that one, but uh, Budweiser oh, yeah. with the frogs. Yes. There's so much. There's so many other ones, but Dilly Dilly was most recent. Mm-hmm. How could we forget? How could we forget Dilly Dilly? Um, Tanner, is there uh, uh, like 90s, early 2000s catchphrase that you still use? Uh, absolutely. So I grew up watching the show Full House and, you know, just want to give a shout out to Michelle Tanner for this gem. You got it, dude. You got it, dude. I love it. You say it all the time? Yeah, you got to do it with the thumbs up, too, or it doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Talladega Nights. It's one of, like, the greatest comedies of our time. Agreed. Um, And my friend Heather and I always shout this one specific thing from that movie when, like, we're cheering each other on, when we've had a few drinks, like, whatever it is, (laughs) we always say this. You're my best friend! You're my best friend! 
<laughs> you're my best friend you're my best friend and you gotta say it in the accent and everything it's yeah. the best <laughs> that is so funny yes. I, I'm so glad that you and your friend can kind of share that and whenever you guys have a couple or need to cheer each other on you do that I love that <laughs> it's, it's good yeah. we got Robert from Petaluma on the phone uh, Robert what's your catchphrase you like to use hey ho silver away <laughs> by Ace Ventura pet detective <laughs> I use it every Sunday before I go to church or if I'm picking up kids and I'm waiting on them to buckle up their seatbelt. I'm like, everybody got their seatbelt buckled? Because hi-ho, silver away. And all the kids start laughing. Amber and Tanner on demand on Froggy 92.9.